0: Welcome to the Family Bible Journey, with millions of other podcasts out there you could be listening to right now. Thank you so much for listening and joining us as we journal through the Bible. This is episode 25, season 1 of the Family Bible Journey Old Testament podcast. Today we're looking at Genesis chapter 32. The title of today's podcast is The Wrestler. Our key verses for today are the very familiar to most of us Sunday school story of Jacob wrestling with God, beginning in verse 22, where we read, The same night he rose and took his two wives, his two female servants, and their eleven children, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. And he took them and sent them across the stream and everything else that he had, and Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched the hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day has broken. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men, and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask me my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, saying, I have seen God face to face, and yet my life has been delivered. The sun rose upon him as he passed Penuel, limping because of his hip. This is the word of the Lord. This very familiar story of Jacob wrestling with God is a very personal story, because in it we see a microcosm of God's relationship with his people. But before we get to talk about the story of Jacob wrestling with God, I do want us to understand where it was that Jacob was when he had this encounter with the Most High God. When he had left home some couple of decades before, his family, his brother in particular, wanted to kill him. And it is in that fear of an unresolved family conflict, a murderous rage that he knew his brother was still in when he left, that Jacob is anticipating meeting his brother. And so Jacob does a couple of things. He's very afraid of his brother. He doesn't know what's going to happen. One of the things is that he separates his family into two camps, thinking to himself that if his brother would attack one, maybe the other would survive, and at least part of his family would survive Esau. The messengers had told him earlier in this chapter that Esau was coming to meet him with a small army of 400 men. Jacob just has his family and his flocks, and they were extensive and they were vast, but Certainly no match militarily for an army of 400 men. So he separates the families, he separates the two mothers and their children. He separates the flock and he prepares to send a wave after wave after gifts ahead of him to meet his brother to hopefully soften the blow when he gets to meet Esau face to face for the first time since he had stolen his birthright and stolen his blessing and taken the best of what their father had to offer them for himself as the younger asserting himself over Esau, his elder brother. And Jacob has separated his family, he has separated his flocks, he's prepared the servants to send wave after wave after wave of gifts to his brother. And for whatever reason, Jacob ends up alone on the east side of the Jabbok, the east side of the Jordan, And this night where the angel of the Lord appears to him and he spends all night, we are told, wrestling with God. Now, in this story, I do have a few places where we have those red kairos, and I have some notes that are here in the story that I'm going to share with you during today's episode. And for those of you who may be just starting to listen to the Family Bible Journey, we do always journal through the Bible, and it is my encouragement to you, whether you're just listening to the podcast for entertainment or listening as you are reading through the Bible for the first time or maybe another time. Or maybe you've decided to journal with us through the Bible. I'm just glad that you're here. And I always want to encourage those who are listening to read and encourage those who are reading maybe to jot down some notes. But whatever it is that you are tuning in for and however it is that you are engaging in this podcast, we want to make these stories real and help you understand how they apply to your life. And so that's what these notes are really about. And we get to hear this honest prayer of Jacob as he prepares to meet his brother. And it's recorded for us in verses 9 to 12. O God of my father Abraham, the God of my father Isaac, O Lord, who said to me, Return to your country and to your kindred, that I may do you good. I am not worthy of the least of all the deeds of steadfast love and all the faithfulness you have shown to your servant. For with only my staff I crossed this Jordan, and now I have become two camps. Please deliver me from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, that he may come and attack me, the mothers with the children. But you said, I will surely do you good." and make your offspring as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. I love this prayer because he has nothing to offer God, and he acknowledges as much in his prayer, that he left his home with just a staff in his hand, and he has come back now with two camps, a very rich man with a very prosperous family. And so we see in here a very good pattern for prayer. And the note that I have written on verse 32 is this, a true and a humble prayer of a scared man, Why? When we should start on our knees before God, is that the last place we want to be? That's human nature, isn't it? That we know that we have nothing to offer God, and yet we will do everything that we can, everything in our own strength. We will use every ounce of our human imagination to try to free ourselves from our own situation, whatever that may be. And it's often not until everything else has broken down or every other attempt has failed that we're going to turn to the Lord and pray to him. And so we usually end up on our knees, which is probably the place where we should begin. And so here we have a wonderful pattern of a humble prayer of a broken and a scared man. I also have a note on verse 12 that his faith rests on God's promises, not who he is or what he's done. When he's praying to God in his moment of most dire need... He isn't reminding God of all the awesome things that he had done for him or how he was raising his family in the faith. No, he just falls back on those promises of God because those promises are more powerful and more effective, Jacob knows, than anything that he could ever hope to offer the Lord. And then when we get into this wrestling section in verse 22, this, in my opinion, really is a wonderful summary of our relationship with God for every Christian every person of God whether they would call themselves uh, old testament a israelite or a new testament christian that we as God's people tend to be wrestlers we are wrestling we are wrestling all the time and i do have a couple of those red kairos again for those of you who are new to the family bible journey the red Cairo is an ancient Christian symbol. It looks like an X and a P in our language. It's the chi and the Row, the first two letters of Christ's name. I have a red Cairo on verse 24 where God has taken human form. This is, of course, a foreshadowing of Jesus taking on human flesh quite literally in the incarnation. I also have a red Cairo where Jacob says, I have seen God face to face and have yet my life has been delivered. Because those of us who know the love of God who have received his blessing and the forgiveness that we have in Christ Jesus, we know that when we appear before his throne in heaven, that we are going to be forgiven, that we are not going to be condemned, we are not going to be destroyed for our sin, but rather we are already forgiven in Christ Jesus. And so when we see God face to face in his glory, we have nothing to fear and nothing to worry about because God has already shown us that in his son Jesus Christ, he has redeemed us, He has made us his own, and therefore there is no more wrath for us to fear. And it's in the spirit of faith then that Jacob is wrestling with God, that he is holding on to God, clinging to God, refusing to let go without receiving a blessing. And there are all sorts of things that we wrestle about, that we as God's people are wrestling with. And so what are some of these things that we wrestle with? Well, we wrestle with that sin that lives inside of us, right, and the constant temptations of the flesh that assail us. Not everybody is tempted in the same way with the same temptations, but everyone is wrestling with sin. Our hearts, our human hearts, according to our human nature, are wired for sin, and they desire sin, and they don't desire the will of God. And so every Christian person who is listening to this podcast knows and feels within themselves that wrestling In that battle between good and evil that is playing out in your own heart, mind, soul, and spirit. Because as long as we live in this earthly life, we are stuck with this flesh. and There's nothing that we can do to free ourselves from the temptations of the flesh. We also often find ourselves wrestling with other people. Sometimes it's because of sin issues. Sometimes it's simply because of a difference of opinion or a different personality or different priorities. I see in my work with organizations and groups all around the country that personality and opinion and priorities are often the cause of much conflict, even conflict between good and well-meaning Christian people, members of the same family, husbands and wives often argue about these things. And so we wrestle with other people and we wrestle ultimately with God. Since it followed us in, every human being wants to be our own God. We want to be the boss. We want to be in charge. We want to be in control. Yet God is the only one who is in control. And so we resist that. We fight against that. And this is why we said earlier in the podcast that it is often on our knees where we should begin our prayers, but it's often the last place that we land. Because oftentimes in this life, as we are wrestling with the things that we have to wrestle with, it could be a, a disease, an affliction, a person, a could be an organizational dispute, it could be something at work, it could be a lot of things. And so, we as God's people are wrestlers, every single one of us. And Jacob, in the spirit of God's people, holds on to God, refusing to let go until he receives a blessing from God. And there is great hope for us in this story. He holds on to those promises and he persists in faith, and yet he leaves this encounter with God. With an injury, we're told his hip is put out of sock and he's going to limp the rest of his life. In your wrestling, you're undoubtedly going to win some and you're going to lose some. And there are going to be real scars left on our bodies, in our soul, in our hearts, in our minds for the wrestlings that we deal with. I love to do athletic activities and because of my love of athletics, I've had the pleasure of breaking many bones in my body. I've broken my wrist. I've broken a foot. I've broken my leg. I've broken some ribs broken all sorts of things and every single one of those injuries is a reminder of the battle that was being fought in that moment in my life against a ski slope against another player whatever it was and we hold on to those remembers those injuries that we have because they remind us of God's faithfulness and they promise of his love that is always there for us even when we fail and even when we are broken. And so we leave not knowing yet how his brother is going to receive him, but that, my friend, is what the next episode is all about. And so we conclude today's episode with our blessing. We appreciate your prayers for our podcast. Please pray that God will bless us with his Holy Spirit, with listeners, and the resources to do the work he has put on our hearts to do for you and everyone else who may be listening. Our blessing for today. May you persevere with the persistence of Jacob and receive the blessing of the Lord in all your wrestling. Amen.